How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Show for January the 17th. That's a Sunday. Hey, I hope you're having a tremendous weekend, playing lots of fun games. Uh, today, I want to talk about Lucasfilm and Lucasfilm Games. Because, you know, you may have noticed they were in the news this past week, and I figured it would be worth dedicating a little bit of time to discussing it, exploring it. So let's jump into this. Now, just a quick recap in case you didn't hear the news over the last week. Last Monday, we found out that Lucasfilm Games was basically rebranding. So they used to be known as LucasArts. They were originally known as Lucasfilm Games, and they were going back to that first name. At the time, we said, hey, it's probably just a rebranding just to tighten things up. It probably doesn't mean anything more. And then the next day, they announced that they're going to be making an Indiana Jones game. And who's making it? Bethesda. Or more accurately, Machine Games, who are the developers of Wolfenstein. And it's going to be executive produced by Todd Howard, who is the director of Bethesda, and apparently a huge fan of Indiana Jones, so that's good. And then the day after that, they said, hey, we no longer have an exclusivity with EA for the Star Wars franchise, or at least we're not going to be renewing it when 2023 comes, but that was the original expiration. And we're making an open world Star Wars game right now with Ubisoft. So presumably that's going to come sometime after 2023. Okay, so, you know, that's pretty much everything we know so far. It all slowly unraveled over the course of a couple of days. Isn't that just so exciting, though? I mean, it is extremely good news that, A, they're branching away from EA, who apparently has new leadership that doesn't even want the exclusivity in the first place, and B, they're not just using Star Wars, they're also using Indiana Jones. Now, in terms of Lucasfilm and licensing, I think that's pretty much all they have, right? Star Wars and, and Indiana Jones. But in terms of LucasArts... There are definitely some strong IPs that I think could potentially be brought back. And maybe they have no interest in bringing back the point and clicks that they started from, right? Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle. I know some of their stuff got remasters, but, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity to at least take the franchises that are so well known to such a, such a large group of people. You know, Secret of Monkey Island is so big. And bring it into the modern age. Take it away from a point and click and, you know, establish it as another franchise. I don't know where the licensing is for those games, but... Either way, I just think it's really exciting, you know? Star Wars is so rich with content, and Indiana Jones hasn't really been explored for a long time. And I think something that we're going to see more often in the next 10 years for these established IPs is looking at video games as another branch to, I don't know, establish canon or just really make it a fixture of the IP. I mean, the 2010s were huge for video games, right? And I think the 2020s are just going to further that even more. I mean, I don't see why not. And the fact that something like Fortnite is able to get their hands on Marvel, on Star Wars, on, on any other of the partnerships that they've done, how long until a company comes out and says, hey, you know, the next Star Wars canon, you know, story is going to be in the video game. And maybe that's happening at like a micro scale, right? I mean, obviously, when they make these games, they have to stay fairly consistent with what the people who own the rights want it to be. But Disney wasn't coming out from Star Wars Jedi and being like, hey, this is the next Star Wars. It's just, it's a Star Wars game set in the Star Wars universe. So anyway, there, there's my 2020s prediction. I know that's fairly broad, but you can hold me to it. I also think it's, you know, I've talked about this before. I think it's a great opportunity to explore spinoffs and some of the more underlooked or unexplored aspects of your franchise, right? Like The Mandalorian was a TV show that wasn't considered a main entry and has now become a main entry because it was an offshoot that got very popular. And I think the cool thing about video games is that you can just make a really good video game 
And the content matters, but it doesn't matter as much. If you're creative enough, then you can really explore the the lore and the world building of your franchise through a video game in a, in a completely different way. And the more experimental they could get with that, the more excited I would be. I don't know if they're taking any risks with a Star Wars video game or an Indiana Jones video game, but I would definitely love to see it. So either way, folks, there you go. Lucasfilm Games is back. Hopefully we're going to have a tremendous couple of years with them. Obviously, it's going to be a while until we see many of these games, but knowing about them is nice, and hopefully they don't get cancelled. Uh, please, if you are excited about these games, and there's something that you, like, really want to see or something like that, feel free to share it in the Discord server, thegamingobserver.com Discord. And to all of you folks who are keeping that Discord alive, uh, thank you so much. I'm sorry that I'm not there or replying to your messages. I'm trying my best, I promise. That's going to do it for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Back with the video game news tomorrow. And until then... Happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, I'll tell you what, folks. I have not been playing a lot of video games. Mostly because we've just been pretty busy, to be honest. And that's not going to give up. So, you know, expect to hear that from me over the next couple of months. Uh, But it's kind of also a lie because I think I'm just choosing to spend my free time on something else. For example, there is this YouTuber that I've literally watched for the past decade. His name is Northern Lion, Brian Letourneau. And over the Christmas break, which I was gone for two weeks, he, you know, he's just a machine. He pumps out tons of content. And normally I'm there watching that content every single day while I'm working or whatever it is. And so I, I've actually been catching up on a lot of stuff that I missed from the from the Christmas break. So I've been spending my free time on that. I've also been spending my free time on watching Survivor because man, oh man, you might, you might remember I talked about this like six months ago or something like that. I don't know if I've talked about it recently. But for the past many, many months, I've been binge-watching Survivor. I started at season one, and now I've gone all the way to season 20. So I've watched like 10 years of television in a few months. And season 20 is only halfway there, so I still have 20 more seasons to go until I get to where they are now. And I'm having a good time, you know? Like, I don't watch much television besides, I mean, this over the past while. And it's been a nice, like, little consistent thing to have going. And I look forward to catching up to, you know, current day and being able to watch it week to week. Because that's something I don't get to do pretty much ever. So anyway, I've been watching that. And then the only game I have been playing is Legends of Runeterra, which is the card game that I'm constantly talking about. Because it's just such a good game. It's it's the card game, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you don't want to spend money or obscene amounts of money. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of beating myself up over it a little bit because I don't want to be that person that just plays the one game, you know? If I wasn't doing The Observer, then I'd have no problem with it, but I want to be able to have, like, a nice range of games that I've played and, you know, trying out all the quirky experimental stuff that I could get my hands on, like Spiritfarer. I mean, okay, maybe that's not experimental, but, you know, it's an indie game. It's, it's not the, the major AAA game, and I want to be able to talk about those games. And if I'm spending all my time on Runeterra and Survivor, I can't do that on this show. So I kind of have to, in a nice way, force myself to play games, because I'm still going to enjoy it when I'm playing the games. But anyway, I'm hoping to sneak in some gaming before the school really picks up, and hopefully uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll do okay. Only other thing on my mind right now, this is a very personal after show today. Shelby and I have been, for many years in fact, been kicking around this idea of opening a bookstore. Shelby is very much uh, a book reader. I am as well, but I just haven't, you know, done a ton of it recently. She's huge into literature. You know, she's an English major. 
And our dream was always, hey, when we retire or when we get old or we're just done with life, we're going to open a bookstore because it's not going to get us a lot of money and it's going to be really hard work, working really long days with a lot of physical labor because books are heavy, but it's going to be so fun and it's going to be so worth it. And literally like the past few weeks or even just the past week, we've been talking a lot more about this bookstore and it's like, we're not going to do it in our 20s because that's redonkulous. But it's not impossible, if you know what I'm saying. We could save up money for the, for the lump sum that you need to start a business, a retail brick and mortar, and, and try opening a bookstore. Because the thing is, in our hometown, we don't have a lot of bookstores. And we have a strong, strong, like, indie local community. You know all that fun stuff, like, you go to the market and you've got, like, the people who knit sweaters and make their own bees, wax, and candles, and jewelry. Those people are able to make a living off of that stuff. It's a very strong community. And we would be very ready to tap into that if we went back to our hometown and started open a bookstore. And so, I don't know, it's just been a lot of like fantasizing and dreaming, daydreaming. But uh, anyway, all I'll say on that is if one day you're listening to this show and I just say, hey, I'm giving this whole thing up because I'm starting a bookstore. Don't be surprised. All right, folks, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until tomorrow. Farewell. Farewell.